Welcome to the Church Solutions Podcast, brought to you by JSL Solutions. The Church Solutions Podcast is designed to help equip you and your church in the use of technology and other tools and services. And now, here are your hosts, Steve Lacey and Phil Thompson. And hello, everyone. Welcome to another edition of the Church Solutions Podcast. Hi, I'm Steve Lacey. Uh, we Let's just figure it out this week, huh? And who are you? Yeah, this was uh, you did that correctly this time. Uh, we've only been doing this for several years, but yeah, yeah, we always have this transition that Steve and I awkwardly have. I'm Phil Thompson. He is Steve Lacey, and thanks for joining us. We are a tech company that doubles sometimes as uh, you know, we give therapy to people and uh, uh, counseling and all that. No <laughs> massages you know, yet, though. But... Well, we don't do massages, but uh, you know, but but we we are seriously back rubs, uh, we, maybe, huh? There you go. Uh, so we are a tech company, and we work uh, with churches and ministries exclusively. And we do uh, work primarily with streaming video, but we do mobile apps, and we do uh, website templates and, and other things. And so we're all about helping the church. And many times we do talk about other things besides tech uh, because we all have extensive background in ministry, and uh, we have experience, and so we like to help volunteers. We like to help even pastors if we can. So today... We are back in kind of the realm of tech. We're going to talk about social media, right, Steve? That's it. And we have a special guest, right? We do. Someone and that really knows what they're talking about, right? Exactly. Exactly. He does. His name is Terrell Sanders, and he is the actual founder, uh, as I read his bio here, of Main Street Enterprises. And that's a technology consulting firm. Uh, they help churches, other nonprofits in the area of communications. Uh, and he's done a lot of stuff over many years with uh, ministry communications, website development, social media, which is what we're going to talk about today, and has done uh, regional and national conferences for over 20 years. This means he's probably old. Uh, he's, uh, sorry about that, Terrell. Uh, he's, he's founded ministrycom.org, and we'll talk about that. That helps provide training and resources to churches and nonprofits. And he's got some credentials here, Steve. Uh, you'll be impressed by this. All right. A yeah, man after got, my own heart, huh? He's got a BS in physics and uh, also some technical certifications. Uh, and here's the thing I like about Terrell, and we'll get to him in just a second. But to him and I are Facebook friends, and I, I'm going to ask him how we found how we actually are because I I don't know. I uh, but he he uh, he he lives outside of Norman, Oklahoma. He's got like 20 acres. And so a lot of his Facebook stuff is very uh, I thought I find entertaining. Talks about dogs, cats, chickens. Uh, ducks, uh, uh, his challenges with the internet, living out in the country. I just want to read a couple of his Facebook uh, posts here uh, because uh, he, like I said, he talks about different things. One of them recently, you may live in a country if nearby grass fires were started by chickens. Uh, and and I, I honestly, see, I grew up in urban, not urban, but rural Ohio, uh, and then also I pastored in Kansas, so a lot of stuff I can relate to. Uh, here's another one. I'm not saying we shoot a lot out here at the homestead, but the tree we use as a backstop for our targets did die of lead poisoning. I don't know if that's PC. Uh, here's one. I can relate to this one. Got a new bale of straw this week for fresh doghouse insulation. Uh, shovel the old straw into the chicken yard uh, for them to play with, and in spring we will put the remaining chicken straw on the compost pile Next, it goes to the gardens. We get a lot of value out of an $8 bale of straw. And I was just talking to my son about this the other day, because here in, in Tucson, it got down to 32 last <laughs> night, 
really cold. And and uh, but back in Ohio, we would throw straw in our doghouse uh, when it got down to zero or something, and we never cared about it. And the dog the dog went on to live, uh, amazingly enough. All right. So enough of my yakking, Terrell. Thanks for joining us today. Well, thank you. I appreciate the invitation. Right. Well, we're we're glad to have you here. We appreciate your humor. So, do we know how we found each other on Facebook or not? I don't think I do. When we did the ministry com conferences, we got a lot of contacts, both from churches and from church vendors. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, look, let's talk today about Facebook as a ministry tool, uh, if that's okay with you. That's uh, great. There's, there's a few people that use Facebook in America. Uh, You've got some stats here. Uh, I've got them here. Do you want to tell us a little bit about some stats, or do you want me to read them? Go ahead. Go ahead. So 68% of Americans are on Facebook. Uh, worldwide, there's over a billion people, 1.5 people, who check Facebook daily. Uh, over a billion Facebook users speak English. I didn't know that. Uh, Facebook offers free accounts. I knew that. No limits on content. Uh, and uh, we're going to get into some of their unwritten rules here and those kind of things. So your point here is you work with churches and ministries. Uh, as we talk about Facebook, your, your point is people should, churches and ministries should use Facebook, correct? That's correct. I mean, if you talk to small churches or large churches, they're both trying to reach their community. They're trying to meet new people, bring new people into the church. Simultaneously, we're sending missionaries off to foreign countries and we're spending tons of money on airplanes and language training, all these things. And But you turn around and look at social media and it's like, well, we've got, we've got over a billion people on Facebook that speak English already. We can talk to for free. Um, and so there has been discussion in the past from churches about, well, Facebook's got bad stuff on it. Facebook has arguments on it. We shouldn't be there because that's all dark stuff and bad stuff. And, and I'm not sure that Jesus ever said, don't go where the dark places were. I think that's kind of where we were supposed to go and bring mm -hmm. them back to this side. So um, we've really been working with churches and trying to encourage them. This is a very cost-effective tool for ministry, whether you're trying to reach your community and increase your attendance. Uh, so you're basically saying that, hey, Facebook's the way to go. What about the pushback recently on the whole privacy issues and, you know, Facebook is taking our information and selling it to people. What's your, I mean, when you get that kind of uh, pushback, what's your thoughts on that? Well, I mean, Facebook has to make their money somewhere. And if you don't pay for a subscription like you do for Netflix or for your cable TV, then someone's paying the bills. And so I think it's, a, it's kind of a necessary evil in the sense that somebody's got to pay it. Facebook offers us free service. Just realize that there's no privacy. What you say on Facebook is being sold to the highest bidder. Yeah, it's a it's what you post on these free sites is is on the internet and will be there forever. I'm uh, I'm on the other side of that argument a lot of times with the um, privacy piece because mainly because we started with the social networking. But yes, I guess there is a cost. You got to pay with uh, being able to forego some of your privacy and. Just uh, and this maybe this is good advice for everybody. Huh? Is say what you would say in person, <laughs> and, yes. and what you would say in a you know anonymously. And Steve, you've always said that that you don't think it's that huge of a deal, uh, right? I mean, that's kind of where you're coming from on some of that, Steve, right? Oh, with yeah, with with regard to 
the well, privacy piece. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. I'm not. I guess I'm just not as sensitive to it as a lot of people may be. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, I'm like, if somebody wants to see what I did last weekend, <laughs> that's go for it. You know, <laughs> you're welcome to. I'm not going to post any. Uh, any private information on Facebook that I don't want someone else to see. So you're not putting no, your bank account number on there or anything. No, I, I w- along those lines and hopefully it's not too big of a tangent, but um, you know, Google is the, is, you know, they let, they send you an email and says, let me, let me show you where you've been this past month and where you stopped and how long you were there. And that's just, I look at that and I'm like, wow, that's, it's kind of it's amazing. It's disturbing. That's very yeah. disturbing. Yes. <laughs> yes. But you've got this this device in your pocket that's connected up with Google and you want to you want directions everywhere you go, so it's got to know where you are and so it's just uh yeah. I guess another benefit. All right, so let's get back uh, off our tangent here. Terrell, uh let's say I'm a pastor or uh you know, a volunteer at my church and and I'm in charge of social media. Uh, and, uh, you know, I, I post something occasionally on post on, on Facebook. Uh, give me, give me some guidelines, give me some ideas on how we can make what we're doing at my church better. Okay. And, and I'll tell you up front, a lot of churches have got into Facebook and it just hasn't done anything for them. Right. And they sit there and they say, well, we tried it and, you know, me and my mom both liked it and nobody else comment on it. So <laughs> people say, okay, it doesn't work for ministry. Well, the thing about we've we've found out as we've done research is that you know Facebook has goals too, and if you play by Facebook's rules, they they help you out. If you don't support their rules and their goals, then they don't expand you. So the, the three Facebook rules that we talk about are first of all, it's about engagement. Facebook wants people to come to their page and do stuff and stay on their page. Facebook wants people to like. They want people to share. They want people to comment. Actually, it's share is first, comment is second, like is third. If you produce content that people interact with, engage with, Facebook will let you see more people. If you post stuff that nobody comments on, nobody likes, nobody shares, then Facebook's going to say, oh, this is not a cool kid, and they're going to show you to less and less people. Uh, So our first rule is remember it's about engagement. Uh, All right. So, And that means – I guess that means, you know, when somebody does comment, you comment on their comment, you like or you can you get the back and forth going, right? What, right. How do you increase engagement? Well, and part of it is the content that we post. If your church is only posting announcements, you know, don't forget VBS sign up, you know, sermon teasers, people see these things and they get value from them, but most of us don't comment on every single post. Oh yeah, that's right. Meetings tomorrow night. Thank you. And so as we're doing business content on social media, and this is for private businesses and for commercial and for nonprofits, that has value to us and our clients, but Facebook sees no value in it because people aren't commenting on it. Right. If you post cute kittens, then people comment on cute kittens. They like it and they share it, and Facebook says, oh, cute kittens are good. Sermon announcements are bad. Um, so <laughs> we want to try and find content that people will engage with, and this often takes uh, the, the – the form of uh, inspirational quotes and the, the church can show inspirational quotes, Bible quotes, things like that, that people will resonate with. Oh, I like that. And they'll share it with their friends. Right. And that says this source, this church now is a cool kid. And Facebook says, okay, we're going to let them see more people. 
let more people see them. Yeah. Our pastor at our church recently, I mean, he's not been the greatest with this, but he had he got another grandbaby and the grandbaby is <laughs> born in town. And so he's been posting, you know, first meal out with the grandbaby and and he's been getting all kinds of <laughs> all kinds of engagement. Yeah, and, and you know, from the ministry point of view, maybe that's not ministry, but from Facebook's point of view, it says that this page, which is your church, has people interacting with it, and so Facebook is not going to allow you to see more people. So you, you kind of play by Facebook's rules and say, we're going to do stuff that's interactive, and then once we get people seeing us, say, oh, and by the way, here's next week's sermon series. So yeah. you've kind of got to turn it upside down and mm-hmm. give value and then slip in a few TV commercials that say, ah, oh, you know. Don't forget. Um, see you this Sunday. Come to church right. this Sunday and see the grandbabies. See the grandbabies, that's right. <laughs> I, uh, so, uh, by the way, is that a technical term that Facebook uses, cool kids? Is, is that part of their uh, Yeah, I, I probably should have made you sign a non-disclosure before I told you that. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's okay. a technical yeah. term. So, yeah. uh, so reinforcing what you just said, Terrell, uh, like I've noticed like streamingchurch.tv, one of our – one of our products, we've had a Facebook page for years. And, and over the years, you know, I will post, uh, you know, maybe something about the podcast or, you know, things that are technically, you know, relevant. Uh, and we had very little response. And then somebody, I think it was Steve, suggested you should post some funny stuff on there like you do your own Facebook stuff. So I started doing that and we started to get more engagement, uh, more likes. And then I started to just take some silly comic comics you know church comics you know signs funny church signs and those kind of things and all of a sudden people are sharing the stuff and commenting and all that so so uh, it, it certainly holds true with what you're saying when you when you put some stuff in there that is engaging i guess that's mm-hmm. engaging to people uh there's there's right. more of a response yeah so so terrell another just question i think about <clears throat> we've got um, some videos from ministries that that use us in YouTube, and I see just a ton of comments every single week on a video that's probably been up there for years now. But it's it's on speaking in tongues, so kind of a controversial mm-hmm. could be controversial topic, but it just continues, and some of it is a lot of back and forth, you know. And so what, what's your what's your um, advice on moving to something that may be controversial in the culture? Generally, we recommend not going controversial because we are trying to get interaction. We're, uh, Facebook's a bad platform for convincing people of things. I know you oh. can't believe that from the from the political debates we've had, <laughs> but we we feel that for churches, you know, if you want to teach people. Technically, if you want to correct people, that should be done on another platform. Facebook should be more used for encouragement and for uh, good than than trying to straighten people out. It's just too easy in in a text world to misinterpret things, and and uh, we we just don't feel that controversy is really a, ever going to be resolved in a in a world like this. Um, but the this the item you talked about has gone viral, and the thing about the way Facebook counts your brownie points, it's another technical term here, but you know, if I share this and then my share gets 10 comments and then one of my friends shares your post 
and they get 10 comments, then you as the source get credit for all those comments. And so Facebook sees this this post that's gone been shared 200 times and has thousands of comments, and you, the originator, get all the brownie points for that content. So it is important if you get something that goes viral like that, it does make you uh, – it, it opens you up to where Facebook now says these people have followers. We're going to let more people see their content. Whereas before, maybe only 2% of your followers saw your content. Now it may be 8% of your followers get to see your content because you're, you're producing content that, that Facebook values because it has interaction. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. So um, one of the, the, the uh, the ideas you have here about using Facebook effectively for a ministry, uh, besides posting frequently, you, you talk about the 80-20 rule. What's the 80-20 rule? Well, the 80-20 rule kind of goes back to that difference between your um, your come to the Bible study versus cute, kitten, cute kittens. And the ideal would be if, if 80% of your posts were designed to get engagement and only 20% were what I'm going to call business posts, you know, announcements, uh, reminders, sermon series, invitations, things that are valuable to you but have lower engagement. If you can schedule, if you can plan that ideally 80% of your content is high engagement, then as you slip in those business posts, they don't hurt your overall engagement quite so bad. Okay. All right. So that would make sense. So, so, and then you also talk about posting daily. Uh, yes. Uh, post frequency is a big thing. Um, Facebook wants you to, to post regularly. They want you to build a following and you've, you've jokingly referred to, to my personal page and, and I do this, a lot of the same stuff. I mean, I just say dumb stuff that, and mine's probably more controversial than it should be, but, but people engage with the dumb stuff. And then occasionally I slide in a little day job post and, hey, if you need a website, call me. And um, But the, uh, it, the the more often you post, the more engagement you're going to build and the more Facebook is going to see your page as being a source of good content. If you only post it regularly, any post that doesn't go viral is going to count against you. I mean, that's the only score you got. It's a low score, so your whole page mm -hmm. is going to be a, a low score page. That's a good point. Uh, all right, so it's easy for me to post, uh, and you know, you're posting things on your own personal pages. I mean, I just—it's just a hobby for mine. I just yeah discovered years ago that humor really—I I use humor as a tool to encourage people and bring some some uh, levity to their day. But if you're if you're posting with a church, what, what kind of content? You know, should you post? I mean, I understand inspirational inspirational stuff. And should they post images? Should they post just text? Uh, should we post videos on our church page? I mean, what kind of content can we do every day? Sometimes that can be challenging. It, it can, and Facebook changes the rules around. Right now, Facebook is very fond of video. If you post video, you get more brownie points for that. Mm -hmm. um, images are stronger than text. So if you can post um, an image with a Bible verse over it, it will be better than just posting the verse. Um, if you have a video, excuse me, um, if you have a video, excuse me, um, that will be even better. So, you know, we, we try and uh, we've here at Main Street, we've kind of built a subscription library of content where we can provide um, 
a series, of basically one post a day of encouraging content that can be pretty well generically used by any church. And uh, their combination of encouraging comments and uh, scriptures all with images, so they rank a little bit higher on the Google rankings, on the Facebook rankings, excuse me. Okay, good. Uh, well, let's talk a little bit about that. You have, you have a company called Main Street Enterprises. Yes. And people can find it on the web, the World Wide Web, at MainStreetOpen.com. Uh, so right. what, what kind of stuff can you offer a church? Well, our our core business historically has been web development. We, we build websites. We specialize in WordPress, and we build sites from scratch. And we also support people that have WordPress sites that are misbehaving. Um, but from the whole hmm. web development world, you kind of bleed over into social media because uh, social media and content came off the website. And so we work more and more doing social media consulting with clients in addition to website work. What we found was so many of our clients that wanted to do daily posts just didn't have the time. I mean, you can scrounge around the internet and find this stuff for free, but it takes a lot of time. If you don't have someone full-time that can just sit there and scour the web, then it's just not cost-effective to try and post something valuable every day. And the product that we've just come up with in this last – just rolling out this year is basically a subscription system where you can subscribe to us. We'll give you daily posts. We uh, – they're all branded with your with your with your uh, website URL on the graphic, so they uh, they go straight to your site. We can post them for you, or you can post them. We give you a schedule and show you here's the schedule, and that just provides that encouragement and that engagement content behind the scenes, and they can get that done at a very nominal price, and then you can then focus your time on the business side, the the posts you've been doing, the posts you should be doing um, for the church. Okay. Uh, Steve, are you still with us? I am still with you, yeah. Okay, okay. Um, I just want to make sure. We're in different offices here, and uh, we're using Skype, so we um, shut our video off, so I wasn't sure if Steve had fallen between the cracks or not. Uh, I'm still here. I was getting a little distracted. Yeah, that's all right. To turn off one of my things, and somebody was pulling my chain, so. That's all right. <laughs> we like to pull your chain. So, uh, Tara, I know we're talking about Facebook here, but... Uh, what about Instagram? Uh, we got a couple minutes left here. Uh, how familiar are you with Instagram, and do you provide help for churches with Instagram? Instagram is is a, another great platform. Instagram will go to a, a slightly younger market. Facebook is evolving into a slightly older market. Um, if if you wanted to broadly brush it, you could say that your teenagers are on Instagram and their parents are on Facebook. Um, the content that we provide is sized so they can go either direction. You can put the same content on Instagram or on Facebook. Um, we can uh, do that for you. Instagram doesn't really have a way to do remote content. You have to give me your full password and full access to your account before I can post for you. Um, whereas Facebook, you can make me an editor and I can uh, post for you and not actually own your whole page. Mm -hmm. um, but but content-wise, our content is designed where it'll, it'll display well either in Facebook or Instagram. And the same concepts work. I mean, you want activity. You want engagement. You want people to like this stuff. And and uh, it works the same way. It's just a slightly different audience. So what kind of – I mean, talking about the, the content, what do you have an example of some posts or – What's that content going to – what's it going to look like? So if I'm, you know, a church and wanting to sign up for your services, I'd want to know, you know, what uh, what's going to be going out there. Yeah, I can send the churches when we talk to them. I can show them some samples of other sites we've done. Mostly it's encouraging scripture verses and uh, just encouraging quotes. Then 
Okay. And questions are the other thing we do. Questions will give you a lot of interaction. So if you can ask a question, people will come back and answer that question and give you a lot of interaction. Yeah, what kind of questions? Oh, no, put me on the spot there. Put you on the spot. <laughs> What's the problem? Let's say I'm a church in Oklahoma. Do you have, do you have questions about tornadoes and, you know, dogs? No, you, usually they're more life questions, you know. What, okay. What's the, uh, what's the one thing you would never do again in life? Uh, what's the one thing that uh, if you'd like to do over again, you would make sure you did? You know, what are your fears? What are your yeah. accomplishments? You know, things, so open open into the essay questions. That's really what yeah. you're looking for there. They sound kind of thought-provoking and kind of deep yeah. and They'd want people to participate in that. So, yeah. you, can, you can do the little poll, you know, chocolate ice cream, vanilla ice cream, yes or no, favorite. It gets a lot less interaction, and it, you're a lot better off with, a, with an open-ended question. You know, what's your greatest fear? You know, uh -huh. uh, when, what have you been blessed with recently? Things that people are going to talk about, and then you can respond back to, rather than just saying, you don't like chocolate ice cream, you're obviously a strange person. <laughs> Uh, okay. So, uh, and Instagram is owned by Facebook now, right? Yes. Okay. So they're, they're, uh, they are partners together. So, uh, so Instagram is certainly something that churches, and, and we're actually considering that now we, we haven't done Instagram and we're going to start doing that as a company streaming church TV. Uh, do you have an Insta Instagram page? I don't personally have an Instagram account. Um, it is one. I mean, if we talk to churches, if you only have resources to do one thing, we prefer, we recommend Facebook first because Facebook mm -hmm. is still the largest. Instagram right. is very much growing, and I would certainly say if you're a youth pastor, I would do Instagram and not Facebook. Um, and if you have the resources, I would definitely do both because between Instagram and Facebook, you're going to reach a huge chunk of, of, uh, of America. Huh. Uh, what about Twitter? I we I know we're running out of time here. Twitter is an option? No? Yes? Twitter is an option. Twitter is requires a different type of content. It's not quite as graphic. Whereas uh, Facebook and Instagram, you can use the same content very interchangeably. Twitter's a little bit different, and, and Twitter's demographic is a little bit different. Um, there's there's just so many platforms. Unless you have a person that's really specializing on that platform, just dumping stuff onto a platform doesn't always work. And so we don't have as many clients with Twitter as we do with Facebook and Instagram. Okay. All right. Mm. Good deal. All right. So uh, we're running out of time here. Uh, Terrell Sanders is our guest, has been our guest. He's with Main Street Enterprises. And so uh, his website is Main Street Open, all one word, MainStreetOpen.com. What's the best way for people to get a hold of you, Terrell? Uh, through the website, there's a contact form. You can email me directly at tsanders at MainStreetOpen.com. Um, or you can call me on a telephone at 405-203-3029. All right, good. So. And, and you do have telephones there in Oklahoma, right? We we have telephones, and they work almost every day, you know? <laughs> I'm, I'm going to get flagged for that. But, hey, You're going to get flagged yeah, you, you are, man. You're well, going, I was, oh. It's just a joke. But I, I was in Kansas. I pastored in Kansas for eight years. And I loved it. I, I loved it. That's I, I, in Kansas, I went, too, right? Yeah, Junction City. And, and uh, I went down to Oklahoma. I have a Jeep, and so we would do some off-roading in the Oklahoma area. And, and I, I love it. I think it's beautiful country, uh, pretty good football teams. And uh, yeah, a little bit of football down here. Yeah, yeah a little bit. And, uh, I'm a, I'm a Texas alum. So 
Uh, opposite sides of that Red River here. So, uh, yes, my uh, my daughter married a uh, a Longhorn, so oh, in Texas. Did so. You disown her or not? No, no, we love them all. <laughs> Whether That's they're right. saved or not, we love them all. That's right. Uh, Stoops, uh, Stoops was wasn't Stoops your coach. Or is that yes. the other? Yeah, yes. Stoops is from Youngstown, Ohio, where I'm originally from. The Stoops brothers uh, went to Cardinal Mooney up in Youngstown. We had a Stoops here in Arizona that was coaching our team for a while. Well, so. we're reminded regularly that a lot of our best Oklahoma players came from Texas. So yeah, that's there's a yeah, friendly they, rivalry between Oklahoma and Texas. Yeah, there's a I, when they announce the players, it's yeah, everyone's ribbing each other. Yeah. All right. Got these Oklahoma well, players on Texas and these Texas players playing for Oklahoma. Yeah. All right. Well, look, we're out of time. Sorry we got off track, folks. Uh, look, if you have any questions for Terrell and for some reason you, whatever, missed the address or can't do it, you can always reach us. Uh, just send us a, an email, support at streamingchurch.tv. Uh, we'll pass on some stuff. If you, uh, We'd love to get your feedback if you think uh, Terrell's out the lunch. Uh, which he could be, uh, you know, just let us know, or maybe you wholeheartedly agree with him on some of these ideas about Facebook and posting social media. But I, I agree with him. I, I think it's something we definitely need to use. It's a tool that's out there and we can use it to reach people. Uh, and it's uh, for the most part free. So uh, let's do it. And let's, 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 let's go where uh, the people are and that's social media, Facebook mm-hmm. and all those other things. All right, sir. Uh, Terrell, thanks for your time today. I sure appreciate it. Well, thank you. I enjoyed uh, talking to you guys. Yeah, uh, well, I hope so. And we'll uh, we'll have you on again. We'll talk about some other platforms eventually down the road here a little ways. Uh, so we're out of time. Uh, Terrell Sanders has been our guest. Steve Lacey's on the other end here. I'm Phil Thompson. Thank you for spending a little bit of time with us today on the Church Solutions Podcast. Take care. We'll see you again next time.